1: It is the Flow Friday Night Sports Show. Air Peninsula Netball is where we're heading next. Uh, Great Flinders Eastern Air uh, getting towards the business end of all competitions now, and Great Flinders had some really interesting results over the weekend. Uh, Joe Franklin joins me on the line. Joe, how are you?
2: I'm doing really well, Jase, and uh, sounds like you are too.
1: Up and about, yes. There's a plenty happening at the moment. Uh, we'll get to Peddler Cup in a moment. Of course, uh, yep. no games to preview for this week, but plenty of games to review, and we had a ripper in the A-grade clash between Elliston Districts and Lock Great Flinders Netball last week. These two neighbours, so to speak, put on a show, and Elliston Districts snuck home in the end.
2: Yeah, they did. They uh, won 50 to uh, Lock 45. Now, it was it was actually a shootout. Like, both, both goalie um, combinations played well. They uh, were quite accurate when they got the ball, but there was a fair bit of turnover through the midcourt. Um, and you can imagine how tight the midcourt would have been, I can tell you, with the players from both sides. It was, uh, it was extremely tight. Uh, nobody was giving an inch. And... Um, Both sides have extremely strong defence units at the moment as well. So um, certainly Lisa uh, and Jordan Sladden had their time cut out. uh, Nikki uh, Schubert and uh, Kelsey Hull uh, really kept them very honest and uh, working really hard for the whole game. And uh, in the end, that bit of extra pressure um, and just the fact that they've got that little bit more experience playing together was what actually got uh, Ellison Districts over the line. But yeah, a a great game evidently um, to watch. Um, It was a real spectators uh, game and everybody sort of thought, yes, there's definitely no definite, there's definitely no definite about uh, who is going to finish in that top four because uh, Locker certainly uh, coming together at the right end of the season.
1: Well, they are. Um, now, um, here's uh, an interesting game we have to talk about. So we had the battle for the wooden spoon at Cummins, uh-huh. but uh, there's a bit more to it than that. So Ramblers took on United Yolanda, uh, Yolanda winning 57-31. So you would think now that bottom place will belong to Ramblers, so by losing they win the spoon, if that makes any sense. But yeah. United-Jolana, with Locke having lost, um, mm. believe it or not, can still make the finals. It's ridiculous. It is,
2: it is ridiculous. It absolutely is ridiculous. And, and look, you know, and quite a high-scoring game too um, – for the two bottom sides at the moment, um, you know, fifty-seven goals. You know, Gelana were pretty happy with that. Ramblers thirty-one, considering what they've been shooting in the last few weeks, uh, you know, wasn't too. And it was look, it was their seventy-fifth anniversary weekend, and so a little bit disappointing that they didn't get a win. Um, in that game. But look, they played in the good old box-pleat uniforms and they really looked the part. Um, They had great celebrations regardless of the the actual scoreline. But look, uh, United Jolanda just absolutely dominated the first half. The second half, um, Ramblers were able to pull it together a little bit better. Um, They brought Katie um, Haas out to wing defence, put uh, Kelly Simes into um, goal defence and to Paige Dahls back to keeper. And it just seemed to settle a little bit down that end and they were able to Take a few turnovers, they uh, you are know, able to get the ball through the centre court and into. Uh, Kira Simons had her first game back um, after her horrific um, ankle injury from last year, uh, and uh, she teamed up with Abby um, Dalitz in there, and they were just able to steady the ship a little bit um, towards the end and make it um, a a much more interesting last quarter uh, for the spectators that it, some of them who had travelled quite a long way. Um, so you know, Kira said they're, they're building, but in, yeah, United Atlanta just got off to a fantastic first half, and uh, they were therefore Ramblers were chasing um, for the rest of the game. But uh, all in all, as you said, that actually means that United Atlanta actually aren't out of uh, their chances of making the um, final four um, if Locke happened to fall in a heap, which. I don't think it's going to happen, but you never
1: know. You wouldn't think so, but stranger things have happened. They win the game, they get off the bottom of the ladder, they climb a couple of spots on the ladder and they eye off fourth spot. So uh, all in all, and the uh, the old box plate uniforms, I had to ask you about this, did they wear the, uh, the old tie on bibs with the Ramblers girls?
2: Uh, actually, no, they didn't, but they did wear the shoulder, like the shoulder one. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. Remember the uh, old, uh, the old lace-up yeah,
1: bibs? I yeah, I do. I, do. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, any Rambler who's disappointed with the result at the moment in their club uh, being where it is at the bottom of the ladder just needs to go to the sock drawer, open it up, and uh, count how many medals are inside. I think there's quite a few over the years. Rambles oh, have done okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they have. They certainly have, and it is it is a rebuilding. And look, those those girls that are fronting up to training every week and are running up to uh, their games every week are uh, giving it their all, and uh, that's all Kira can ask.
1: Exactly right. So, uh, last match of the round was the derby there at Tumby Bay on the eastern side. So they took on uh, Air United, beat them comfortably fifty to twenty four. So, um, uh, pretty much regular programming there. I think Tumby have beaten Air United three times already this year.
2: Uh yeah, look, um Tumby are just really putting the foot down now. They are really building towards the finals, there's no question about that. But Air United, yeah, Brooke a little bit disappointed with only twenty four goals. Um, just sort of she said they she thought that they were actually building to something much bigger and better than that. But um unfortunately, uh Tumby were able to just really put the foot down when it counted. And they're actually running different combinations um, and all of them are working. So, uh, yeah, Stacey's got those girls uh, working really well at the moment. Uh, having to go back to the drawing board a little bit um, you know it, and it is the case with young ones sometimes they're hot and they're really good and other times they're just not quite so hot um, but uh, yeah, still plenty to work with there there's no question about that they're um, certainly not writing anything off but um, it was a tough day at the office for them that was for sure
1: yeah okay let's move to uh, Eastern Air we'll come back to uh, Peddler Cup because there's no games to preview yeah. we'll come back to Peddler Cup and do that as a whole uh, Eastern Air in the A Grade there, Ports and Cow. It was Cow winning over Ports again, 37 to 30. So another uh, sports show cup going to Joe Franklin.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was. And uh, look, uh, unfortunately for Ports, um, poor Chloe, Uh, Chloe Waits, the coach there, and uh, she's just struggling to get everybody. on court at the same time uh, and even to training it's just, it's been a really tough time for her and uh, even on um, Saturday she only had six of her her team that were there and she obviously had to, you know, bring in another one and then at just, oh not very, a couple of minutes into the last quarter, Tish Masters um, had to come off, she did her ankle. up at three quarter time it was even Um, so they were, you know, pretty happy with that but then yeah, after that it just um, yeah, Cal were able to take full advantage of the fact that uh, Tish had to come off, and uh, their goalers were able to actually really start combining quite well together. And um, the centre quarters were able to find their goalers with a little bit more ease. And uh, yeah, they were able to push away to end up winning by um, the seven goals. But um, all in all, one of the be- like Cal certainly building. They uh, were quite happy with the, the effort that they put in. Um, I think they were still one down actually, but um, yeah, they. Well, one of their players, seven down. Uh, COVID is still wreaking havoc um, over mm. this way, Jason I'm afraid. Um, but, yeah, all in all, Cal um, Cow are very happy with their performance to get that win. And for Ports, um, yeah, they just really are, really want to get their full team on the court at the same time so that they can just see what they really could do.
1: Well, let's hope that can happen before the end of the year. Uh, we've got to finish off by having a look at Central Air and uh, the Eastern Rangers Now, I won't say it's a changing of the guard, but this is a watershed moment for Centrally United. They get to the final minute of the A-grade and so far on the day, three wins, three losses, and scores are level in the A-grade. They finally sneak home.
2: They did by a goal. Very interesting game. Um, So Eastern Rangers... No, Kel's making no excuses whatsoever. Um, she said like, you know, Central United, they, they just wanted it more in the last quarter, but, uh, they were without Aaron Roberts, COVID. Um, so that did, um, affect their defence line, um, having to restructure their defence line. Um, so that, that sort of, you know, did, did happen, but at the same time, um, Kell said uh, Central Air United just, uh, they really wanted it more. So Eastern Rangers were down by two at quarter time, down by four at half time, got up by five at three quarter time, uh, and then ended up losing by one. So it was sort of like the changing of the score quite uh, quite regularly, really. And uh, Central Air United just uh, in the last few minutes, um, it, were putting the, so much pressure over the ball that the Rangers girls were throwing it straight into the uh, Storm's hands and uh, creating Storm were creating the turnovers and uh Eventually they got the one turnover that they really needed right at the end and, yeah, they uh, got over the line by a goal and uh, certainly both these sides uh, will be looking forward to the next game that they play and uh, Central United will be sort of hoping that that they can really build on that and to get the momentum uh, running into the finals, I have no doubt, but... uh, well, yeah, very interesting.
1: It is. We might actually see, it, which will breathe some life into this comp too, because for so long it's been all about two the Eastern Rangers and Kimber. Yeah. Um, yeah. Threes three's are sometimes a crowd, they say. Well, I reckon in this case, three's company, because uh, yeah. I think Eastern Rangers and Kimber would appreciate a third wheel just to have uh, an extra rivalry in there.
2: Oh, absolutely. Just that extra game that uh, you have to really, really – not that any games are necessarily easy, but you know, just that uh, just another game in there where you really, really have to concentrate for the four, the four quarters. And uh, look, it's really throwing the cat amongst the pigeons. There's no question about that whatsoever. And I'll be very interested to see if Central United can have their full side uh, against Kimber. It will be – uh, yeah, the next time I think that will be very interesting.
1: Will be. Looking forward to that. But this weekend, um, let's talk Peddler Cup. Now, we're, who's doing the hosting? Uh,
2: Port Lincoln, so El Presidente has been flat-strapped uh, and uh, we're hoping that uh, we have put together, because it's the 60th anniversary of the Peddler Cup and um, in the 61st year, because it's actually 61 years since it started, but of course in 2020 it was cancelled because of the... Uh, COVID, so we're hosting the 60th anniversary uh, and um, so we're very excited about that and we're honoured to be doing that and um, the Peddler family are certainly um, all going to be around um, throughout the day and uh, through opening ceremonies and uh, through the presentations at the end of the day. So yeah, we've got lots of uh, lots of stuff happening, and uh, really looking forward to it, and hoping that the weather holds out for us. Chase would be really good, but um, it's certainly a big day, and uh, it's happening at Ravendale at uh, the Ravendale uh, Sporting Complex. Uh, footy is going to be out there as well, so we've accommodated all of that. Not as you would know the easiest thing working with the Ravendale board. However, uh, we have been able to, uh, yeah, Quinn Dusty, he has just done an amazing job um, with the football, as from football league point of view, working in with us and trying to work in with the, the Ravendale crew. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to a really big day. And um, like, as you know, Peddler Cup is a Division 1. Uh, the Peddler Shield is a Division 2. And uh, we have five associations um, competing. We have... Uh, Obviously, Port Lincoln is the host. Uh, Wyala are traveling down. They're still, um, getting involved, which is fantastic. Uh, Western Air, um, Eastern Air and Great Finders. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to a great day. And look, the Eastern Air, both Eastern Air and Great Finders, uh, have certainly, um, come up with some very good looking sides. Um, so Great Finders have in their Div 1, interesting how many. Mums, how <laughs> uh-uh. daughters of mums who have played previously, and we've actually um, come up with a um, 60th anniversary uh, t shirt um, for the uh, purchasing by the players and, and anybody else who wants to. And it was really interesting because a couple of the coaches um, who are coaching sides this year, Sharon us for starters, uh, is, uh, has played in a winning Peddler Cup. She's uh, now a, coaching a peddler cup div two team and her daughter is playing um, in a in a team uh, for um, so great windows so very interesting bits of history happening um, on Saturday as well today so yeah but so yeah and Sadie happens to be one of those is obviously Stacey um, played um, when she was in the 15s, but they've got Sadie Curtis, Claire Daniel, Missy Dowdle, Bria Feltis, Maya Glover Riley Modra, Matilda Nettle, uh, Del Shepherd, and Lily Tiller. And Justine Stokes is coaching that side for Great frienders. and they did very well at Country Champs. So they will be looking to back that up at um, the Peddler Cup for sure. Uh, and the Div 1s for Eastern Air Charlie Arkus, Lenny Richardson, who is a uh, Kelly Critty's, um daughter, mm-hmm. so another mum daughter. Uh, Rebecca Sampson, Scarlett Hunt, Sophie Flavel, Ava Jenner, um, Carly Zabel uh, and Gabrielle Tahini. Now, Carly Isabel, her mum is coaching. Ellen Zabel is coaching. She played as well back in the day. Gabrielle um, Tahini is uh, Deb North's uh, daughter. So, you yeah, had lots of mum, daughters and all those things, all that history is happening. It's uh, quite exciting from for me as well, to see that I've actually, you know, was around with their mum's quite Anyway, uh, ah. that's how old we are, Jay. Uh, and, and look, and the really good give too. So um, certainly uh, looking at uh, trying to win that again. They won the um Lock, so they would be looking to follow that up with their um, Peddler Shield. So uh, they've got uh, Miley Agars, Brianna Amesbury, Charmaine Crosby, Mia Curtis, Georgia Kay, uh, Adla Larwood, uh, Amity Micken, and of course Shody would have played, uh, Chelsea Wilch and Lucy Wilch, and their coaches Sharon Feltus. And with the uh, Eastern Air side in their Div 2, we've got Macy Hartwig, Charlotte Ramsey, Isabel Redden, uh, her mum, there's just so many, uh, Katie uh, Joseph, Bella Quinn, um, Ali Jericho, Elka Hartwig, and Lily Hutchins. So and just to, and their coach is Susie Boylan, who's also been around just about as long as me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so
1: uh, some
2: really good looking sides there, and, look, and our Lincoln size Chase, uh, are looking pretty good because our fifteen did one, one at lock, so they'll be looking at backing that up um, for sure. And um, our Jeff Twos one dispenser gold carnival, so they'll be looking at um, performing just as well uh, at Pedlar Shield as well. So massive. I'm about to you know. Friday all day we will be uh, at um, the courts and uh, then again all day Saturday have been there nearly every day for the last two weeks so we're ready, just wanted to happen
1: It's an incredible (laughs) logistical feat to get this carnival going and I've always said when it comes to Peddler Cup that it's uh, it uh, has over many years, and I have to be careful how we say this because I've uh, <laughs> been into trouble in the past, but it takes care of restocking the Air Peninsula, the Peddler Cup. This is where many <laughs> a husband and wife have first met uh, at Peddler Cup. I'm
2: glad, that you, I'm glad you said that and not me, but it is huge. It is a, it's a fantastic day um, for all of Eyre Peninsula. Uh, to come together and uh, you know rekindle friendships and, and start friendships and uh, all those sorts. It's just, it's fantastic. And uh, one thing I will um, really do want to say is that um, Dennis Pedler has been absolutely amazing. Um, Helped this year setting up a, for the, obviously for the 60th anniversary, a big memorabilia, um, lots of photos that are going to be um, on a, a photo show. Um, he's uh, you know donated some money towards uh, some memor- uh, some. Um, subby holders, uh, as well for us to have, you know, for people to take home as a momentum, so um, yeah, he, he has just been a massive help to me uh, and the committee um, so a big thank you to him uh, but you know, just to the whole Peddler family too. Continuing to support um, the vision that uh, that Nita and Colleen have had um, years and years and years ago is uh, is fantastic, and we certainly appreciate all their support. That's for sure.
1: Mm. All right, good way to leave it there, uh, Joe Franklin. Great chatting with you. Good luck for the hosting duties. Uh, look forward to catching you next week to find out who the winners are uh, and uh, how it all went. No worries. Thanks, Jase. You take care.
0: Brain fog, insomnia